thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 83. I never saw that you did painting need, and therefore to your fair no painting set. I found, or thought I found, you did exceed the barren tender of a poet's debt. And therefore have I slept in your report, that you yourself being extant, well might show how far a modern quill doth come too short, speaking of worth, what worth in you doth grow. This silence for my sin you did impute, which shall be my most... Which shall be most my glory being dumb, for I impair not beauty being mute. For when others would give life and bring a tomb, there lives more life in one of your fair eyes than both your poets can in praise devise. That was Sonnet 83. I thought I was going to do very well at Sonnet 83, and apparently not. You're listening to Shakespeare Sonnets, and I am Mark Chatterley, and I am joined, as ever, by a, a overheating... <laughs> that's that's a nice word, Jerry Healers. It, it's I I think we're recording this on on the first of August. It'll be a, a about a week or two before it comes out for you guys. But it's the hottest week of the year, hottest day of the year so far, and it's too hot and we don't like it. Thirty degrees is way too much. I and I can't open a window because noise. Yeah, and what is that in 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 uh, fake American degrees? Oh, that weird one. I don't know. So 70-something, I guess? Uh, eight, no, blimey. 86 it is. 86. I don't know what that means to you, but I'm sure it means something to someone. If, it means if we have American listeners, then yeah, they'll probably go, that's that's quite fresh. Yeah, but they, they what they have to do is remember that our houses in this country are built to keep heat in. We don't have air conditioning. Nothing has air conditioning here, and our houses are designed to keep heat in because usually it's very cold here. So, in fact, when the evening comes and everything starts to cool down outside, our houses are even hotter than they were during the day because they're retaining all the heat they've gathered from the day. It's awful. It's horrible. I hate it. And that has nothing to do with Sonnet 83. Nothing. What? While you say that, I was kind of distracted with my microphone while you were reading it. So, Sonnet 83, I, I, I shall go into it. It's lovely. It's uh, it's very much a rival poet's uh, poem. So we're still in the rival poet series. And it's pretty much saying or at least to me it seems to say that the writing down the, the and describing the beauty of the fair youth actually damages the poet in the sense that it just shows up the weakness in the poet's skill i think is is what i've got and so you end the the the, the final um two lines there lives more life in one of your eyes than both your poets can in praise devise so even two poets together. So Shakespeare seems to be giving this uh, this rival poet some skill. Um, he's saying that even if we work together, we couldn't describe one of your eyes. And I I think it's quite a nice it's quite a nice poetical way of describing things, which sounds stupid. Um, it's very hard to read though in 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 our modern tongue. It's not the order of words is really bizarre. It 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 is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I could kind of hear how you tried not to stumble when you read it and. And I practice this one a lot as well. They're just lines like speaking of worth, what worth in you doth grow. And there's a lot of. The first line, the first line is just, it sets you off on the right path. I never saw that you did painting need. 
just what? <laughs> otherwise, it won't rhyme with accede, though. That that's that is poetry. Twisting sentences around so you get the, the <laughs> right you, word at the end. If you ever study poetry and you give this to your tutor, they will hate you for it. Yeah, don't just. That's not allowed in modern poetry. You don't you don't twist sentences to get a rhyme. It's very very bad. Um, but yeah, it's it's lovely. So all the way through, you've got that. So it starts with saying, I, "I never saw that you did painting need, and therefore to your fair no painting set." I think I, I don't know if that's talking about painting as in having a picture created of him. But we've had in previous sonnets painting referred to as as sort of makeup people painting their faces. So I, again, it could be a reference to the the youth doesn't need makeup to make him look better. Right, I would definitely read it like that. I never saw that you did painting need, just the kind of, there's no need to embellish your face. and. But that that would imply, then, that men wearing makeup was normal, or at least happened. I... I'm thinking, uh, my, 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 my immediately into my head becomes some of the episodes of Blackadder, is it Blackadder the second? Where he's got Percy, the the king, the 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 or not the king, the prince. Yeah, yeah. And he's always got makeup all over him. Hugh Laurie is just covered in in makeup. I mean, they might they they didn't really they didn't have soap yet, did they? So they no. they, they would have had to use other means to um to look pretty, just white powder over their faces and. Yeah, well, they, had, I, they had to look white at that time. Still, looking black was um, not looking black. Uh, looking tanned, well, or looking black indeed. Being being black, yes. what wasn't considered. Uh, well, if well, you the, yeah, if you were rich, then then you 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 could stay inside. You didn't have to work the field, so you were uh, you were pale. Yeah, and and and, and paleness, it maybe not in a racist sense, although there is an element of of. The racism savagery. is kind of implied, but it's it's not yeah. it's Explicit. not that the being African is, is bad because you are African. It's bad because you are poor. Yes, and and the 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 idea of the color of the skin was literally as as you said that if you were rich, you didn't have to work in the fields, and if you worked in the fields, then your skin got dark and tanned and leathery. Whereas if you were rich, your skin was white and pure and milky and to the point where i think they did they did is it they some did, sort they of did. lead on their face or something leaded their face maybe i can't I, I did they did something you know the, there was was it well during the baroque age they just kind of powdered it incredibly white but then that was 100 years before shakespeare no 100 years after shakespeare my history is just kind of <laughs> and i think i um yeah, I think men historically, yeah, used to wear in at least ah, this is a random from wisegeek.org. I don't know how I've only literally just googled this. Um, in at least in Elizabethan England, for example, people people favoured a more natural look with less less heavy rouge and lipstick. While in the Regency era, both men and women used rouge heavily. So, I, I it's suggesting that while heavy makeup on men wasn't likely there was some making up happening i guess hmm. which is i've now got a very large picture of a woman putting makeup on on, on my screen which is very odd so yeah so yeah, yeah so shakespeare saying 
you don't need to wear makeup, which is something that is utterly bizarre to us nowadays because men don't tend to wear makeup yeah, nowadays. Unless they are, what's the word, metrosexual. Do you know anyone who wears makeup, though, even if they are? Because I, I used to know some metrosexual people in terms of... they. Well, when I was when I was younger, metrosexual just meant looking after your hair. But I used to know people who identified as metrosexual I and they wash. never wore makeup. Yeah, I wash. I use man products on my face, like moisturiser. Manisterizer. That doesn't I, sound good. I have one mate who, um, well, probably more because he's a kind of a goth, just just black fingernails and and guy liner. <laughs> so okay, so you do know someone then? That's I don't. But as me. I say, that's that's more because he's he's a sort of a goth, not the kind of completely dressed in black, but he has that kind of just just personality trait, but. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think I know anyone who, short of being part of one of a subgroup, would would just would, would just do it. Would just go to have their nails done. Or I wonder if we should we should let the English Defence League know that if they're defending traditional England, then they should all be wearing makeup. Oh, that would look hilarious. The the English Defence League for for listeners. Uh, I think we've explained it for their. Um, an ultra right wing party. I've got someone at my door. Um, I'm going to have to back. I'll be back in two seconds. We will cut this. Silence. <laughs> No, he's not back yet. There's a woman at Mark's door. It's weird. He has friends with boobs. Or strange neighbours with boobs. He has brought a huge Henry the Hoover box. And he looks very excited. It's it's fine. I have a Henry Hoover. I saw. I'm so excited. I, you, you can leave this bit in. I may have entertained people. Excellent. I will, <laughs> I will look forward to listening back to this. So, yes, uh, a Henry Hoover. I don't know if they have them anywhere else. It's basically a little Hoover on wheels that has a red... It's red and it's got a face painted on it. It's called Henry and he's epic. I'll take a picture of it and upload it <laughs> if we keep this section in. Um, yes, so wearing makeup... Maybe, maybe we should bring that back. Maybe. Um, let's move on from the makeup bit. I think. You I'm kind of got to... interrupted for the English English Defence League. Oh, we did. did oh you yeah, Eng- yeah. The, you, you can explain because yeah, you've probably got a just... different view of it than me. I I pretty much have the same view of them. They're they're basically neo Nazis, just just right wing extremists who who kind of sometimes just just kind of protest for white supremacy and and against everything non-english or that they perceive as as non-english yeah and and it is very much a perception rather than a reality yeah and, and it, there's the the one thing that they they fight against sharia law coming in in the uk so they don't agree with women wearing burqas and things and yet on every one of their marches they're all wearing masks and it, it it's, it's just hilarious but, <sighs> anyway 
that so so yes so those guys they should be defending the fact that men should be wearing makeup if they just want to be rouging up before you go out on a protest <laughs> maybe they do underneath the mask <laughs> That's, just, yeah, just just wearing lip gloss <laughs> they all do each other's before yeah. they go out on the march you look pretty today dave <laughs> <laughs> thanks steve <laughs> Ah, oh, excellent. Nice nice little bit of, of political satire in there. I don't know if that was clever enough to be called satire, but let, let's let's run with it. Um so the, the Sonnet Sonnet eighty three. Ah, so we got makeup at the beginning, uh, and then it goes, I found or thought I found you did exceed the barren tender of a poet's debt. Which I don't understand. So I I uh, I, I think is that saying you exceed what I can do. Your your beauty is in excess of what is my ability to write and describe. Well, I mean, Baron Tender kind of... Um, uh, ten, I guess Tender is in... Well, in, in, in money, but as a metaphor, kind of a, a, um, a worthless... Or, or, um, yeah, just, just a worthless description. And the poet's debt, I guess, as a poet, you... you you write about what's beautiful. That that is your debt that you have to pay, yeah. and and he and, can't and, pay. And you just so yeah. And therefore, have I slept in your report that you yourself, being uh, extant, uh, well might show how far a modern quill doth come too short. Yeah, uh, how far a modern quill? What he's writing with just comes too short. He can't. He can't fully describe. And and no poet, I think he's he's expanded it out. It's not it's not a fault of of Shakespeare's part anymore. It's a fault of of language and poetry and the form. Yeah, there there is no imagery and and there are no words that could adequately describe the the fair youth, which is is both quite a nice thing to say and quite a sad thing to say at the same time. I mean, it would be lovely if someone said that to me that I I can't find the words to describe how how beautiful you are. And yet, at the same time, you'd be thinking, "Well, try, I, you know, a close, a close miss would still be nice." <laughs> that that should totally be the reaction. <laughs> I don't have the words. Well, have you really? Tr- have you tried? Yeah, just give it, it a bit more of an effort. Exactly, and I'll mark you, and I'll, I'll let you know where you can improve. <laughs> you should focus less on my big bushy beard and more on my deep, loving eyes. And yeah. You could, you could. They should have some sort of critique going on with the fair youth. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe there is there. There's a, uh, a compendium somewhere with the fair youth just critiquing Shakespeare's poetry. <laughs> that was going, I do not agree that I have a shit personality. I am a very good human being. <laughs> the fair youth turns out to be the rival poet. This is how it should be done. <laughs> Plot twist. That's how M Night Shyamalan would have written it. That's yeah, yeah. I can't say that name. Shakespeare can see dead people, <laughs> exactly, or or aliens that don't like water. Oh, aliens! That was a terrible film. I I was reading this morning that apparently they weren't aliens and they were demons. If you watch the movie again, it's all religious. There's actually loads of religious imagery in it, and it's all based around the priest who's lost his faith and gets it back. And they're actually demons, not aliens. You don't see them come from spaceships. That is true, but it just just watching that d- the fact. That they actually, like, fit well physically. That they actually showed them running around. That that just kind of ruined it for me. Yeah, never, rather never than show... just being this mysterious 
threat that just kind of just just play with the atmosphere rather than going here are some really shit animated gray <laughs> things running around a children's birthday party yeah just... yeah you're right we we would make an awesome directing team we would we would we would we would beat the shit out of M. Night Shyamala Ding Dong and yeah and 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 what's his face with his explosions Bay explosions Michael oh, Bay oh um, Michael, Michael Bay yeah we could we could do better than that as well. We we people should just hire us for anything. We're brilliant. Yep, yeah, that's that's what should happen. We will make the next anything. either sci-fi or horror movie. I would like to make a horror movie. Oh, just just one that that is creepy and just never actually tells you what's going on. I know anyone can die and you don't actually see that you shouldn't even see glimpses. It it should always be a described horror it should never be a perceived horror i think like like what makes the weeping angels really scary eh, anyway anyway before we go into the doctor who rant anyway <laughs> let's carry on with the sonnets <coughs> blimey we do get distracted by doctor who and movers a lot we, yeah we do we should just do a podcast about that <laughs> we, we might have to um so uh, so then in the in the in the sort of three quarters of the way through the sonnet you get to uh this silence for my sin you did impute which shall be most my glory being dumb, uh, for I impair not booty being mute when others would give life and bring a tomb. Which is quite dense and, and horribly worded, but I think means I'm kind of giving up. I think that's Shakespeare kind of going, I'm giving up. I'm not going to try to describe you anymore. Screw yeah, you, you're too just beautiful. Throwing away his feather and, and, and just spilling the ink all over his desk. Yeah. It's just kind of if there is just an angry Shakespeare shouting, there lives more life in one of your fairy eyes than both your poets can praise devise. And he's like, ah. throwing yeah. over his desk and, and, and being and, upset in a very posh way. <laughs> yeah, a very posh way. And his wife going, what? what's going on? Oh, it's that young boy again. <laughs> but I, I think those lines also suggest that... that Shakespeare's kind of given it a rest. He's stopped sending the fair youth poetry, but the rival poet hasn't. At least to me, for I impair not beauty being mute when others would give life. So I wonder if that others is the fair youth. Uh, not sorry, the 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 rival poet still writing. So this rival poet is is now kind of stepped into Shakespeare's place. Shakespeare's not happy about it. Well, I mean, when others would give life and bring a tomb, it's kind of saying. They really try, but they fail as miserably, miserably, yeah, as they as they possibly can. That's true. Yes, so much so that they kind of kill you. Yeah, they just utterly destroy your beauty. So I I I, I quite liked this sonnet, um, and yeah. it would be a good one to learn by heart. I think, especially because of the sort of tongue twistery nature of it, it would be awesome to learn by heart and just recite at random people. That that just random, just just walk through the main shopping street in your town and just walk up to people and go, I never saw that you did painting neat. Yeah, they they would probably get you institutionalised. Yeah, they're not they're not speaking coherent sentences. Please go with these friendly men in the white jackets and, and take these pills. That they will help. Yeah. And then there'll be some psychologist in four years' time that go, you do realise that's Sonnet eighty three, and then <laughs> and then they hush the whole thing up and probably kill you. Because, you know, they wouldn't want that getting out into the press. No one will ever find you. 
institutionalized for quoting a sonnet is it, not a headline you want to see. The, the, the Daily Mail article would be glorious. <laughs> it would. And then they'd listen to this episode of, about Sonnet 83 and completely disagree with us with our description of the EDL because, you know, they're right Well, right? yeah. Anyway, would you like to, uh, would you like I, to yeah, read 83? Yeah. <laughs> before it goes any more bizarre. Sonnet 83. I never saw that you did painting need and therefore to your fair no painting set. I found, or thought I found, you did exceed the barren tender of a poet's debt, and therefore have I slept in your report that you yourself, being extant, well might show how far a modern quill doth come to short, speaking of worth what worth in you doth grow. This silence for my sin you did impute, which shall be most my glory being dumb, for I impair not beauty being mute, when others would give life and bring a tomb. There lives more life in one of your fairy eyes than both your poets can in praise devise. That what you're doing a little happy dance as well. That's I'm annoyed, but well done. That was very well done. I think that might be the first one you've got through since about Sonic Twenty Three. <laughs> <laughs> Not to it take your victory me, out. It took me about eight months, but <laughs> I am back on track. You're back. We'll see if it lasts. Um, that was Sonnet Eighty Three of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mike Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I've been Jerry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we shall see you again next time for Sonnet 84. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.